Thanks for listening to the Adam and Dr. Drew Show on Podcast One. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. Hey everyone, it's Brennan Taylor. You may have seen me on YouTube or even your television. Well, I'm starting a podcast called Sus. Share your scare on Podcast One. Have you ever been in a suspicious, crazy, or wild situation? Well, on Sus, we're going to dive into first-hand accounts of all things terrifyingly thrilling, intense, and paranormal. From myself, from you, the listener, and from some of my friends. You may actually know them. Don't miss Sus. Share your scare. Dropping every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and lose. Adam's Monthly Nut. Adam's Monthly Nut. You heard Dick. It's time for another ballsy month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month includes two Vinnie Tortorich approved and invented ultra fat instant energy packs so you don't reach for that donut. Four shot glass ice molds so you can keep your whiskey cold and straight down the hatch. A bottle of Chateau Spill to remove wine stains or blood from the fine silk you're donning. Of course, a bottle of your choice. And the coup de gras, a digital download of the very first basic cable commentary, Roadhouse. This $60 value can be yours for only 25 bucks at CorollaDrinks.com. All right, well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Barbara Ferrer, and you make an observation about her. She's our, uh, she's our public health director here in Los Angeles, and she is Bummer Barbara. And uh, a little love boat recap. A little bit. We'll start our love boat love love fest. First, I'll tell you about LifeLock. Since the start of the pandemic, there's been a 300% increase in cybercrime. Hackers are getting more sophisticated, taking advantage of teleconference accounts. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. You're on the Internet all day. You're shopping. You're buying food. You're doing Literally everything, buying a car from the Internet. People are buying automobiles from They're buying homes on the Internet. Nice. Your info's out there. It's super convenient. Now you need the protection, the protection of LifeLock. They detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information, they'll send you an alert. Protect yourself with LifeLock. Right, Matt? 
No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can find out if your information is on the dark web. Get your free dark web scan at lifelock.com slash scan. Pick the plan that's right for you and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code ADAM. That's a free scan at lifelock.com slash scan and 25% off with promo code ADAM. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on, get it on. Dr. Drew's but for and a specialist with the medicine of he takes. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Drewski? Uh, feeling a little better today. Oh, look, mm. look at this. The, the emotion gratitude is something I'm always looking to yeah, try to cultivate. my mug. It, I brought it in. It says great fill on the mug there. And uh, But we got a whole full bank of calls I want to get to. I was looking at these guys thinking, mm, interesting, interesting. All right. Which ones you want to? Let's just start at the top and work our way down. Um, okay. Let's talk to Brett, 32, San Diego. Adam Buzzaboo. Buzz yeah, get it on. Hey, uh, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, hey, um, actually, I had I had my original question is um, I know I found myself in a uh, what would Adam do scenario the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a parking lot uh, talking to some higher ups, if you will, in a company that I booked a job for, uh, and then. I kept looking at my watch and I didn't want to leave the conversation um, with these guys because it was really important. You know, I don't know if you've ever been in in that scenario, but I had to go on to another meeting, another job. Many times. Many times. All right. Best way to get out of that. Um, I, I, I've always found that you just explaining that you have another meeting that you have to get to makes you sound kind of important and sought after and responsible. I think though there are, there are three things to be sensitive to though. And it, this is the artistry of getting out of something like this. A, you acknowledge the importance of what they're saying. Like this is really important stuff. I love it. I'm so glad to be a part of this conversation, but I have B to do, which is uh, unfortunately uh, couldn't be scheduled any other way. I'm happy to pick up this conversation and the other, the hard part is, this I would say is the hard part, finding the right moment to deliver that information. Because you yeah. have to make sure that something's kind of winding down a little bit, that you, you make sure they've, they know you've heard the important material and, you know, state what you heard, state what you're planning to do, and then deliver the, you know, unfortunately, I'd love to keep this going, but. All right. Let's see. Kurt, Texas. Kurt, 53, Texas. Yes, sir. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, I was going to point out the fact that uh, back in 2011, before the great Andrew Breitbart died, uh, he was on your show, and you went off on a mini rant, and he talked about uh, how somebody would just speak plainly to the people, like you were doing. Uh, they would go up in the polls. I think he said uh, you just went up 14% in the polls. You were talking about uh, it was some street that one side had a bunch of businesses and the other side had a bunch of illegals selling flowers and selling 
hot dogs and fajitas out oh, of yeah. shopping carts, and the law did how, nothing how long ago was about it. How long ago was this? Curious yeah. how long ago has been talking you're about screwing, this. 2011. You're, you're, right. Yeah, you're screwing the metaphor up a little bit. Well, it's not really a metaphor, but I, I used to get from my house to this studio down Forest Lawn Street, okay. and Forest Lawn on one side had a bunch of illegals selling flowers, uh, you know, ca- yeah. cash economy. Yeah. No, not on one end. Oh. On one side of the street, as I stated, okay. on one side of the street, okay. yeah. at one end, at one end. Why do you do that with your conversation? You're like push I'm... it one way or push it the other. On one side of the street, they were selling flowers. On the other side of the street, there was a motorcycle cop who was hidden up the driveway of the Jewish ser- Jewish cemetery who was busting people who were speeding on the other side of the street. And that, to me, spoke to Los Angeles, California, and the direction this country was going. Now, that was almost 10 years ago. I'd say I was about right in calling that one out, especially in L.A. and California. Now it's all homeless and all illegal activity and all ice cream trucks with no license and everything. And that, that, that's, that's neither here nor there. And then everyone else needs 10,000 permits to build anything. That's what I was talking about. The fucking government going after the citizens versus the people that are operating illegally. And, and by the way, and, yeah, and it can no, it, but by yes. the way, no longer illegal in the time that the, in those years. I, in, is in, it illegal? Is it illegal? Who, it, leaf blowers are illegal, Drew. If you're not going to enforce anything, then leaf blowers will be ubiquitous. You know, it's like I, who even why even label something legal or le- illegal if you've if you've decided not to enforce people selling food on the street or leaf blowers, then then it's academic what they are. Well, if you or I use a leaf blower, you might be in trouble. Well, put a poncho on, you'll be fine. So uh, anyway, Kurt, thank you, Gary. Yeah, but... Gary the, got a nice Orange uh, County laugh out of, out of... That's Orange County laugh there. That's Orange County funny. <laughs> Orange County funny. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It was prophetic in that... Andrew Breitbart said, hey, if somebody, if a candidate would just say that uh, to the people, they would just jump up in the polls by double digits in 2016, uh, well, along comes Donald Trump. Yeah, and maybe with half the populace, the other side wants uh, a, a seat at the table of inclusion. And they're just, just pablum nonsense nothingness and... Uh, that seems to be getting a lot of traction these days as well. But the the I think what uh, Kurt is sort of zeroing in on is the lying on behalf of politicians. It's just out of control. Yes. It's just wild. Wild. I agree. Um, speaking of that, something I knew was, was going to drive you nuts, which Uh-oh. is uh, I guess they broke it on KFI the other week. Oh. But uh, it's our friend Barbara Ferrer <laughs> who – you can't stand her, and I can't stand her, and I'm not sure why, but she kind of reminds me of one of my mom's bummer friends. I, I can't stand her because she – here's the deal. She clearly can't take complex situations in mind and make good decisions that take into account the potential cost-benefit analysis of what she's doing. So she she is one it's one thing we're going to get this virus under control even if it means the death of humanity as opposed to 
we're going to get this virus under control with do, doing the least amount of collateral damage possible. I don't think those kinds of thoughts occur to her. No, that's not a that's not her. That's right. That she's not think she's on the wrong side of the aisle for the, that kind and, of thing. And number two. The maudlin quality at the beginning of the epidemic when mm. she would stand up. This drove me insane. This yes. is a non-medical thing. Today, All I'm right. sorry to announce that five souls has been taken by this deadly virus. Shut up. That's not good for people. Shut up. You're a, you're a medical professional. Yeah, except you, for she's not. Except she's going. not. <laughs> so, so that drove me out of my mind. I don't. I don't walk out of a of a of a ICU after somebody died. Going, I can't. I'm so I'm so sorry. You go. Hey, we did everything we could. This is a bad yeah. disease. I'm so sorry. And, and stand with people. You don't, right. you don't add to their misery and add to the panic and add to the maudlin bullshit. I totally so, agree. So that was driving me out of my mind. Now we have this. Well, I'd known about this for a while because I what drove me nuts about her, besides all, all that you'd mentioned, was this sort of agenda sort of social agenda which is talking about well, you, uh, how you the virus it. is attacking yeah. black, black yeah. and brown people yeah. like i could feel her sort of agenda pushing through all the time and i was like the last thing i want with this human being in this position is some sort of social agenda you know and then at some point she was like well look uh, marchers and riders and uh, protesters i got no problem with that but the people on the beach and i was like okay well now the person that's telling us to follow science is fucking throwing science in the garbage. You just said you didn't mind protesters, but you do mind people on the beach. So now now we got an issue. And the problem with the agenda is um, I'd like to reopen when it's safe to reopen, which was uh, five years ago. But <laughs> you have an agenda. So now we're screwed. And I got kids and they're sitting at home getting pissed off. And I'm like... Why aren't they back in school? And it's like, well, they're not going back to school. And then Drew and I started saying out loud, you know, when I talked to Mike August, every time I'd say, when is this fucking school thing going to end? He'd go after the election. Jesus. And so then she said this uh, a few days back in a in a conference call, which I'll say you can say things like after Labor Day. Or after the holidays, you know, it's it's pretty frequent in this business to go like, well, when are we going to have that pitch meeting? Well, after the holidays, we'll get together. But election is kind of a weird thing. Also, it's not weird. It's specific. Uh, sorry, specific. And also, isn't elections uh, always on a Tuesday? Is that true? Is I believe it, so. Is it? What? It's on yeah. a Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So Tuesday's also weird. So we're going to start on Wednesday <laughs> or, or, or Thursday? Like... It's kind of a weird – it'd be easier to go – Schools, yeah. Schools. We're yeah. going to reopen the schools. Look look around uh, the beginning of September or yeah. something like that yeah. or, or November. Go ahead. School's going to need some us. Uh, and then what is the experience around um, cases and outbreaks uh, when we open even for a relatively small number of people to be on campus? So we uh, don't realistically anticipate that we would be moving to either Tier 2 or to reopening uh, K-12 schools at least through, uh, at least until after the election, after, you know, in early November. Like, when we just look at the timing of everything, it seems to Hold us... Hold on, more pause it for a second. It's funny, because she went until after the election. I mean, early November. <laughs> and she went, I mean, early November, because <laughs> yeah. I thought she caught herself. Yes. But if you keep listening, she had she didn't catch herself. After, 
you know, in early November. Like when we just look at the timing of everything, it seems to us a more realistic approach to this would be to think that we're going to be where we are now until uh, we get after, until we, we are done with the elections. It's funny. She had a couple, she, there's a very interesting little verbiage tweak there. She said, we'll open after the election, like you'd say, after Labor Day or after the holidays. And then she said, we'll open uh, until we're done with the election. See, where's your word done? Meaning, so the mail in thing may, we're, may, we're, may be a few days before we're done. No, no, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is why did you use the word done? Listen to that end part. Listen, let's listen. Listen to You're her right. one more time. Because after, 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 you know, you'd go, we're after the 4th of July. You wouldn't go when we're done with the 4th of July. Right. That's a task. That means we have to finish this and then we can open up when this is done. That's not a date. That's a task. You see what I'm saying? She's oh, yes. the word done until yes. after we're done with the election. Oh, yeah. Now you can say, well, that's after. Yeah, but she said after. To say after. After is a date after. Done means I have to finish. We have business. When that business is through, you can go after with, is a date on a calendar. Done is business. You can When you're done with that stairway, you can, you can, right. you can say you're finished with the job. I am working on a stairway. Oh, interesting. Uh, at least until after the election, after, you know, in early yeah, November. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. we just look at the timing of everything, it seems to us a more realistic approach to this would be to think that we're going to be where we are now until uh, we get after, until we, we are done with the elections. Done. So we'll reopen the schools after when we're done with the election. I don't, what's, what is that date based on? I thought everything was in these like three-week increments where we just assessed in three weeks that we're talking about November. And Why? she's also talking about a series of tasks that we will never get through because the way the government in California has set it up, it's impossible for California to meet the criteria to move along. It's impossible. Right, right. Um, Ugh. This makes me agita. It makes me crazy. Until we're done with the election. Ugh. We got to wait till we're done. Then we can open up. We gotta wait till we're done with what by the way, what is the why is the election how does that factor in? Why don't we just look at the data and see where we are? I think every three weeks they reassess and maybe we're a week into the three weeks, so we'll know in two you're, weeks you're, or something like that. You're allowed to assess every two weeks. All right, every yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Good. So then we'll have our assessment. Yeah. Oh who says it's gonna be good when the election's and, done and, and either, way, according to you. Numbers have been falling dramatically in Cal- in LA. Dramatically down. They could easily meet How many the times I said we're just stretching this out until the election? This yeah. is the kids don't get to go back. Fucking punish all the kids and the parents until the election. And then and then we'll open up because then there'll be no problems. Why is this bitch making policy for th- uh, this city? Is there any where's uh, no problemo? This is insane. What she said is insane. Hey, by the way. We'll talk about this, too. Same chick that canceled Halloween. Right. <laughs> they walked that back a little bit. Uh, because I had a shit fit about it on television, and yeah. Catherine Barger heard it and, and started raising a little hell. Adam tweeted the mayor. <laughs> huh. 
All right. No, they got too much pushback. There should be pushback with this as there well. There should be civil disobedience. Yes, Let's people should it. just should fucking be, go about yes, every right. every business should just fucking open right. up. Right. Let's be let's be honest. All right, let me hit Tommy John, the secret to staying sweat free this summer. Tommy John, summer ready, ultra breathable underwear and bras. Cool cotton underwear for the men, for the women. It's like having an on-body AC unit made from premium natural Pima cotton for enhanced airflow. It evaporates sweat super fast. Lounge pants, lazy day joggers, also uh, Zoom-ready tees and polos. Upgrade to Tommy John today with uh, enhanced, super breathable designs. I'm wearing mine right now. Uh, so you'll you'll never oh, see which ones I'm wearing. Ooh, Ooh. Where are my navy blue ones? Ah. It is the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guaranteed. Tommy John, no adjustment needed, y'all. For a limited time, go to tommyjohn.com slash ads to get 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com slash ads for 20% off. Tommyjohn.com slash ads. Um, had you heard that tape before I played it to you? No. Why isn't it making the rounds it, it, in the it, news? It, it, it just now started. Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, this thing this thing better get picked up. How come CNN's never going to bring it up? Oh. <laughs> You're right. But, I mean, come on now. The, look, all of us have been speculating that a lot of this, as I, as I said, I've said to Mike August a million times, he lives in Orange County. I'm like, what'd you do today? Mike? I went to the beach and we went to dinner. Then we went and watched, uh, we went out and we walked around and we went home. Like, who cares? I'm like, I know. When are we going to fucking reopen? And he goes, after the election. I'll tell you the problem. The problem is the people who thought it would benefit them to open up after the election the problem is their window, they missed it. They missed it by about three and a half weeks. What do you mean? They missed it. It's too, opening schools in November is too fucking far away. Oh, I They see. should be opening now. Yeah. And you can logically. Well, by the way, everywhere else they are. Yeah. And it's fine. Everything's fine. You can stretch the shit out for two weeks, but you can't stretch it out for two months. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, we live in a fucking kettle of pussies who aren't demanding this stuff of by the way for fear someone's going to call them something bad on twitter right fucking cowards okay kettle of pussies i got that as our new it's you by the way who who he who listens in los angeles it's your cowardly ass that's causing this don't blame the mayor don't blame the governor don't blame cnn they canceled trick-or-treating we push back and they immediately just said oh fine then trick-or-treat that's what they do when we push back. Well, We're not pushing back enough. I, I, I heard a couple of the, the L.A. County Board of Supervisors say, well, what are we going to, you know, with a certain point, people are just going to do anything. And I go, yeah, we're there. Right. We're, so we're, start we're, doing it, pussies. Exactly. Kettle of pussies. Jesus Christ. It is so fucking sad. What? Look, in 50 years, we'll all be chicks, man. I meant it when I wrote that book. Yeah, that you were book, wrong, man. It was in five years. I know. That's, you just spit I, on me. I didn't spit. I loogied. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> do I? What do you have, Drew? What do I have? I'm going to spritz my arm with a sunglass cleaner. There. I told you this. The now smoke. No- I'm a lightweight. I told you last show. The smoke is you, working. You know, the worst is Gergus. Gergus has spittle flying all over the place. I guess his arms start flapping around. <laughs> you see this big fucking wave of germs Clouds. coming your way. 
<laughs> Thank God that Don Julio kills everything. <laughs> I thought it was scotch. Eh, you switch it up. Okay. Sam, 45, from Seattle. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? Good. Uh, so when you guys started talking about watching Love Boat, I didn't have many memories of watching it when I was a kid. And I really, and I definitely did not remember Dr. Bricker being such a Lothario. But <laughs> oh, yeah. and when I started watching it, rewatching it now, I thought, oh, no, he's just an older guy at, at, on the ship who occasionally gives the, the, uh, the um, diagnosis of ALS once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just friendly with younger women. But <laughs> I'm sorry nope. you're dying. <laughs> no. That's the greatest No, you guys ever. have shattered that uh, image of him. So, uh, And now, you know, he's going out with, you know, he's trying to get with Judy Landers and the oh, blonde yeah. girl. And oh, yeah. um, he's bringing women to the captain's cabin because he's sharing with them now. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah. Uh, he, one of the one of the interesting things, just, but one of the re- interesting nope, re- yeah. the reasons it went by in the seventies is no big deal. Is that's the shit that was considered no big deal in the seventies? I'm telling you, it's also abusing children was also no big deal. Well, everything. First things first. You know, they they in the fifties they referred to African Americans as colored people. It's like. Yeah, that's what they did. That's what everyone did. I can't believe nobody said anything. Nobody said anything because that's what everyone did. That's women wore dresses, and if a woman wore pants, it was scandalous. Why? Well, that's crazy. I know. That's what everyone did. That's how. That's how. Hello. That's how societies work. You know what I mean? Hello. Hello. <laughs> that's that's where fucking. Horrible haircuts come from. Yes. You know what I mean? And That's what everyone did. Go find cars, horrible architecture. Go find pictures of every chick uh, who's – go find a picture of every chick who's 45 uh, or 50. Go find a picture of her in 1983 and tell me how fucked up her hair is. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what people – oh, by the way, that's what everyone did. Not me. Same haircut. Exact. Would, would you, you – could judge. you have? Could you have? You, if you, you would have been able to, would you, you have? You Hold on. You judge a man and a society by the fucking haircuts. There's share. There's my. You guys think, oh, Adam, haircut. Who cares? That's just you bragging about yourself. No, no. It is. It, it is. It's a tell. A, it's a tell yeah. Which is, I never fucked with my hair because I was like, you fuckers are going to regret this one day when we show you, you never pictures took out of a round brush and a hair no. dryer. Did you ever want to? When I was in this middle eighth school, grade, yeah, 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 I wished my hair would look like Leif Garrett. But right. when, but when, it, but you could still do my hair. There was a '80s version of my hair. Go look at the band, the Romantics. You can take this hair and do something '80s with it. Yeah, yeah. I never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Also, too poor and too cheap. I was going to say, could you? I would you? I didn't care. Question. All right. Do we have we have a little montage? Someone sent in. I don't know who. We should thank them. A bricker hitting on on women on the boat. Cabin C-122 on the coral deck. Have a wonderful cruise. Thanks, babe. Babe. Hello, beautiful lady. Thanks, babe. Hi, I'm Mike Andrews. This is my friend Doug Dutton. Doug's got his arm around her. We come to rescue you from this uh, dangerous nautical type. Do I look like I need rescuing? You really can't trust a grown man in a sailor suit. You know, okay, then I'll put on my stethoscope. We can play doctor. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know who the inspector is. Did you ever see a more suspicious-looking pair of legs? Chick in a bikini. Sunning herself. We can't take any chances. Oh, uh, 
better go investigate. <laughs> Dr. Bricker. I always like they did this in full uniform while the sun was up, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's also mm. funny, too. So Hold on. <laughs> the fact that he just took a draw. Off of one of the customer's cocktails. Yeah. Could you imagine oh being God. the ship's doctor and taking a hit? A swig of vodka? Off of somebody's uh, highball. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> mm. Well, excuse me, both of you. I'm going to go pick up some film in the gift shop. Oh, I'll let me escort you there. I have to go, too. I, uh, I hear they're having a sale on scalpels. <laughs> oh, my God. Just arm around her. Walking. My girlfriend met you on a cruise last summer, and she hasn't stopped talking about you. Oh, I hate patients who kiss and tell. <laughs> what time are your office hours? Office hours? For you? I'll make a cabin call. <laughs> All right, hold on for oh a second. God. First off, I love the women. They're like, yeah. Also... What do you mean your office hours? You're always deck, you're topside trying to bang chicks and taking a suck off their drink. Like when, when are you in your office? You're cruising. You're literally this is a cruise. You're for him. poolside cruising chicks on lounge chairs. What do you mean office hours? You're not in your office. He's never in his office. Well, I'll tell you, don't find him. If he's in his office, he's balls deep in a passenger. So don't fucking bother Doctor Bricker when he's in his office. Oh my god. All right, let me hit cooler shock, and then we'll uh, continue this. Now, Drew. Yeah, who's the only human being who pointed this out? Uh, you noticed it. I, I don't understand how you noticed it. You must have noticed it way back in the seventies when it was normative. That's what. That's what I find extraordinary. I, I never. It, it's. It, you know what it reminds mm. me of? It's. It's like I didn't remember. It's. It's like. Oh, hi, Sam. <laughs> it, it's. It's. It's like. The Deacon Jones head slap thing. Oh, yeah. They filmed the thing in 1972. It ran on the NFL network for 31 years. Yeah. I go upside a man or a woman's head. <laughs> they just say, I noticed it after 31 years and went, what are you guys doing? Edit this thing. And they, they edited it out. Now, what I'm, what, what's insane to me is why? Why doesn't your brain works differently than everybody else's? That you don't know that yet? No. I refuse to think that. Yeah. Cooler Shock, reusable premium ice pack, colder than uh, ice by 14 degrees. That's amazing. Amazing. And cleaner. It's not cleaner. It's clean versus unclean or unsanitary when the ice melts. And also, I was thinking about it because I told you I use my sort of, I like the flexible pouch cooler things now where you just put a bottle of wine in there and put your a cold shock in there yes, or yes. cooler shock in there and and just sort of carry it around but the the thing about it is is if you do it with ice later on it wilts over and just sort of spills out onto it's the water. countertop yeah, it's, it's a bag it's a, of water yeah. right so this is the way to go cooler shocks made in the usa it's got 4.7 stars on amazon over almost seven thousand reviews you just put it in your freezer grab it when you need it uh even a big 16-pounder with a built-in thermometer, good for fishing and camping and hunting and long road trips, farmer's market, whatever. For best price, go to CoolerShock, CoolerShock.com. Use the coupon code, Adam. Get 10% off at CoolerShock.com and use the coupon code, Adam. All right, so uh, Bricker is uh, on the loose. On the loose. Gary and Matt love this because they've never seen it before, and it seems it's this is <clears throat> this is not deep cable. This is Primetime Network. Wait, wait, wait. When there were three networks and 20 million people would watch this. This is Friday night. 
yeah. at nine nine o'clock in the and, and everyone thought this was funny. This is the thing. No, there wasn't was, a letter writing. It's not camp- funny. There's no letter writing campaign with the hashtag, you know, kill the bricker or anything. It was just it was nothing. It was not just this should, this should take place over nine seasons. It's not like they. But sorry, I, go, I, ahead. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, are you okay? I'm a doctor. Come on. How you drum up business? No. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm I'm Gloria Hancock. This is my husband, George. Adam Bricker, ship's clutch. This is Adam Bricker. How do you do? Hello. Come on, Gloria. Let's get our gear sold and get squared away. We'll we'll see you later, Adam. The actor looks like he's had a stroke. It was nice bumping into you. (laughs) Which is another thing about the cast. They're so old. Is he a real life stethoscope? Yeah. <laughs> taking her, taking her office Gentlemen, I would like you to meet my good friend Karen Maynard. Karen, this is Captain Merrill Steubing. How do you do? And Adam Bricker, our ship's doctor. Hello. Connie Stevens. Hi. You know, this is my very first cruise. Now, it may take some doing to make me into a sailor. I wouldn't try to make you into anything. I like you just the way you are. Karen, maybe I better show you your cabin. <laughs> If you need anything, just holler. Or better yet, just pick up your phone and dial number one. That's me. All right. And the captain's in on it, too. Oh, he's in on it. Bright. Gorgeous. Charming. Gorgeous. Provocative. Gorgeous. Well, what do you know? We agree on a woman for once. We're behaving like a couple of schoolboys. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just let her come to me. Right. They're both hitting on her. Oh, the captain's running toward her cabin. As the Another ship's one. doctor, I know how all this sunshine can dehydrate a person. So I'm prescribing a, a dose of champagne. <laughs> uh, they're bringing champagne for dehydration. True. Does alcohol work well for dehydration? Idea. All right, you can you can pause it. It just goes on and I, where did where do you find all this? I, I feel like I'm behind on my love boat watching. His, his note said this is only from seasons one and two. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The part. I've said this before, but I'm still circling back to this part. You guys understand this was sanctioned by the cruise line. Yeah. The cruise line must have script approval. Yep. And if at some point they were eating lunch and someone said, oh, can I have a water? This muffin's a little dry. The people at the cruise line would have circled that dialogue on the script and said, we we don't do dry muffins here on Princess Cruises. And by the way, you cannot portray anything about this ship being unsanitary or, oh, the comedian's unfunny. Come on, let's leave. Like you, This is our cruise line. You can't talk about the eggs being dry. You can't talk about the muffin being dry. You can't have Isaac pour a drink and have him take a hit off and go, ooh, I think this orange juice has gone bad. I don't care if it's part of your storyline. You, you can't use it. And believe you me, if you're a comedy writer, if you're a comedy writer— you guys, all dig on this. If you're a comedy writer on a cruise ship, don't tell me the first thing these guys are doing is she's got food poisoning. She has to be in her cabin the whole time. If it was a generic cruise ship, just generic, that would be in every third episode. Got food poisoning. Especially with this quality she, of writing. Now she's in her she's she's yeah. in her cabin, but he's got to nurse her back to health or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. 
a thousand episodes. No food poisoning. Nothing wrong with the food. No, no seasickness. No, no one got anything. Yeah. So they were proving these scripts and the doc fucking the passengers with the captain. Well, rape was on. Rape nope, was good. No it's a love boat, man. No problem. love. What are you talking about? Free love. I know. LifeLock. A lot of things aren't free in life, right? We like the internet. Well, good thing we've got LifeLock out there to help protect us. Of course, since the start of the pandemic, there's been a 300% increase in cybercrime. Hackers are getting more sophisticated, taking advantage of the teleconference accounts, which we are all using all the time. They're getting in. It's important to understand how cybercrime, identity thefts are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk out there on the internet. And cyber criminals keep finding new ways to steal identities. You can miss certain threats by just monitoring your credit. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like, say, your social security number for sale on the dark web. And they're looking. And if they detect your information, they will send you an alert, something you can't do on your own because they're out there looking for it. Good thing we have LifeLock, right, Matt? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can find out if your information is on the dark web. Get your free dark web scan at LifeLock.com slash scan. Pick the plan that's right for you and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code ADAM. That's a free scan at LifeLock.com slash scan and 25% off with promo Code Adam. All right. Uh, you can find me uh, this weekend, Tempe Improv. That'll be uh, the 18th and the 19th, that is. Two shows. Uh, stand up, and we'll be doing uh, live podcasting there, too. I think uh, Rob Schneider's going to join me up on stage, so you can enjoy that as well. And uh, October 2nd and 3rd, Salt Lake City, Wise Guys, Reasonable Doubt. We're going to do a live Reasonable Doubt there as well. Garagos is going to be out there working. I think we're going to fly out with him, so mm. we're looking forward to that. We might have a little Don Julio on the plane. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, you go to amcroll.com for all you need and uh, get my book. I'm your emotional support animal. You remember, I catch stuff a decade before it happens. It's at all least, in that least. book. All right, what do you got, Drew? DrDrew.com. Everything's there. Go to, doc, go to YouTube slash DrDrew and catch our stream every day. And don't forget, after dark, DrDrew.com. So, till next time, I'm Crow the Dr. Drew. Say, mahalo.
खुशी और ऐसा संसार देगा देते हैं लोग यहाँ 